boom, 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 boom. What's up, everybody? That's that ebb and flow, Dougie Doug. He's the guy over there at Luminary. Welcome, my man. Pull up a seat. Grab some cofete. Relax. All right, you guys, let's introduce you to the team. These guys bring my thoughts as they play out in my head to life every week. We got the magician. That's Ash. We got the lovely Belle. We got my man Hans. Sarah's out there. She's got her ears on all day, every day. CC. That's the A team right there, you guys. All right, let's address the elephant in the room. Where's the scorpions at? Or ACDC? Where's Prince? Or Eminem? Tupac? Where's Reba? I can't play Reba McIntyre no more. What the hell is going on? Well, I'll tell you guys, my Napster days are over. <laughs> Pivot, Ross Geller, level up. One door closes, one door opens. Going up. I ride the rails, you guys. I told you. Vans. But that's what we're doing here, guys. Here at the grind. We are scaling up. And we are not trying to represent any sort of liability to our potential investors or sponsors. We've LLC'd up. Tax IDs in route. We got the website. Merch is on deck. Follow the plan. That's the type of plan you follow, my man. That's a business plan. And side note, who the fuck is Q? Some Fred man, I promise you. Like, yabba dabba do. You better ask yourself, what am I doing if you are wrapped up in this, man? It's crazy. That's some D.B. Sweeney shit. Fire in the sky, remember that? Fiction. Look at the members. The shaman. He ain't right, man. Don't follow him. Look at him. He's wearing horns. And I'm not laughing. I'm like, dude, go talk to somebody. These guys are on some other shit. 
out there all can't get right. Martin Lawrence. But we are building an empire here, you guys. You build your empire. You build yours. I build mine. And if you're not building an empire, you live within the combines of somebody else's empire. Whether it's the country you live in, the corporations you work for, the family structure you're in. But I live in America, man. I am free within reason. You can't act crazy. We have laws. Why do you need 50 guns? Why do we want that here? Why do we do it? That's what soldiers go to war with. We don't need that on our own people. Hello. I'm your brother. I'm scared. Ronald Green. But you know... Reuben McIntyre, see what I mean? Opportunity, where was his? George Floyd, Oscar Grant, Medgar Evers, Byron Della Beckwith, hello, James Woods, M-A-G-A. How far do we gotta go? Enough is enough. Justice. Don't drop the soap, Derek. Life's an obstacle course, man. It is not a race. No, it's not. Pole position. Prepare to qualify. No, that's that fast life. Those days are tired and over. Strategic alliances. Holy shit. Your parents must be so proud. Julia Roberts. I can't even Google it, man. AI? Am I in trouble? Shit. All right, you guys, what do we got today? I'm not sure how it's going to unfold. And that's my angle. I'm different, I'm exciting. You don't know what you're going to get with me, man. That's the attraction. But one thing's for sure. This episode, we got that interview with our friend Michelle out there in New York, man. Bada bing, bada boom. Johnny Sack. So let's raise our Diet Cokes, our Copepes, our bottled waters, our Kentucky bourbon, if you're Steve Bannon. I know you listen too, sir. Thanks for being here. I don't like you. You lie, man. You too. Sebastian Goka. Scammer. Don't be DMing me. America first. You mean America third. Clown. All right. So uh, what we'll do now is we'll raise our glasses, whatever we're drinking, whatever we're eating. My name's Christine Silva. I am my mother's daughter, and I am your host. Welcome to the East-West Grind Podcast.
Here's to new beginnings, y'all. Salud. What's up, everybody? What'd you think of that intro? That's our new and approved music to use for this podcast. And I like the beat, man. It is funky. All right, before we get into today's show, let's give love to today's sponsors over at Body and Soul Botanica. What's up, guys? Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Body and Soul Botanica. And listen, I've been using this product for about two months. I think most of you remember I broke my ankle a few months back hiking. Yeah, it was a little over two and a half months. But this is the only product I've been using for my ankle for swelling, for pain, for basic relief. And I saw my orthopedic surgeon the other day. He looked at the x-ray and me and he's like, what have you been doing? I said, I've been using Miracle Sports Cream from Body and Soul Botanica. He looked at me and he's like, where's the bottle? Let me see it. I said, uh, I'll email you the, the site, Dr. Cook. Of course, I didn't have it with me, but he was blown away. He also said, you're ready to walk again with restrictions, but you're ahead of schedule and ready to start your rehabilitation. I'm walking here. Guys, I'm a firm believer that Miracle Sports Cream from Body and Soul Botanica played a huge role in my healing. This will be the only topical cream I use for aches and pains moving forward in my life. And I think if you haven't already, you should give the Miracle Sports Cream from Body and Soul a chance. Everybody I know that uses it swears by it. And check this out, guys. Body and Soul features all-natural, plant-based products that are not only good, for your body and soul soak in their bath products too that they sell trust me you'll see exactly what i'm talking about but not only guys are the products at body and soul good for your body and soul they smell fantastic it's got that mentholated scent makes you want to you know take that long deep breath into your lungs like a good stretch in the morning like ugh, you know it's rejuvenating it's not greasy nor does it leave that filmy coat over your skin That once it's heated up, it becomes too hot and you got to wash it out. You you follow me? Yeah, no, this is not that product, you guys. And side note real quick. I had no idea about this until recently. Because, like I said, I'm that guy. I'm always late to the game. But body and soul, Miracle Sports Cream is the secret weapon of some of the NFL teams out there. It's what those team leaders use to get their players back from injury quicker. Have you watched an NFL game? Have you seen the hits these players take? I need something after a shopping cart runs into me down at Target. These guys in the NFL take beatings, and this is the product that these guys are using? Hell yeah, it works. It's also the go-to product for retired professional athletes and Olympians, helping them get decades back on their legs so they can stay active even with the wear and tear on their bodies. Sports is a rough business, you guys. Professional sports, it is rough on the body. Well, listen, guys. Following up, those that know me, they know that I don't put my name on or behind shitty products. I don't do it. So remember, don't come knocking with your snake oil. This is me being real with you, my friends, my listeners. Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream has made a positive impact on my life and in my healing process. It's facts of my experience using it. So if you're having aches and pains in your shoulders, your knees, your lower back, 
or you're just coming out of the house to get active again in the community, you know, with COVID lightening up, whatever it is. I mean, go slow. Don't break an ankle. But I give you my word, my friends, Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream and products can change your life. I know, because like I said, I experienced it firsthand. The Miracle Sports Cream is 100% plant-based. See, the hippies were right. And remember, it's hemp-based. It has 11 herbal extracts that go beyond CBD to actually help your body heal itself from within, as Mother Nature intended. And check this out, guys. We have an exclusive deal for East West Grind listeners. Go to www.bodysoulbotanica.com. We'll have the link in the show notes. Enter promo code East West Grind at checkout to get 20% off your entire order. Take advantage of that 20%, you guys. Some of our listeners took advantage of that 20% to apply it to the eye cream or the bath products. They love it. And remember, guys, this offer is exclusive to my loyal listeners. Take advantage of it, friends. Don't let pain stop you from living your best life. Get this Miracle Sports Cream. Your body will thank you. And it helps support our podcast. Cool? All right, cool. Once again, use promo code EASTWESTGRIND at BodySoulBotanica.com. Get that 20% off. Peace out, y'all. Yep, get that product, my friends. Tim out there in Oregon, he's been a truck driver for like 30 years, swears by this product, works for his knees and his lower back. He's referring all his buddies to the website. I mean, if you think about it, truck driving is not an easy job. It's sitting all day between destinations. Years and years of being in the same position most days does a number on your on your joints and your muscles. Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream, guys. That's the way to go. All right, uh, let's get into our regularly scheduled program here at the East West Grind Podcast. It's another milestone. 30 is a big number in life, my friends, right? Am I right? Everybody knows. I mean, in episodes, eh, not so much. But in life, it's a pivotal time between 29 and 30. A very good friend of mine just taught me that. It's uh, astrology. I'm not exactly sure of it all. I've, you know dabbled a little bit in like in meditation and stuff, but, um, I find it very interesting. So, uh, but anyways, why can't I play Prince in them anymore? Because it's not my music. Turns out you can't be using other people's music. Hint, hint. And I'm not trying to catch a case. I mean, I've pushed that envelope long enough. <laughs> so like I said, we're starting to Looks like we're starting to corporatize around, you know, the East West Grind podcast. And uh, yeah, we want to be a, you know, a respectable entity because uh, I'm all about that. I think on the side note here, I think I had people listening just to listen to the intro. Like, how long is this lady going to keep playing these songs before she gets vanilla iced? Don't she know she can get sued? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got that cease and desist. It wasn't from Eminem. I was bummed, but I got it. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm going to comply. All right, so let's uh, get into the talk radio, talk show, podcast, liar segment. Who's in the hopper today? We got Megan McCain. She's the co-host of The View with Whoopi and them. Why'd she get that position? I don't know. But Megan McCain, for our new listeners... And for any of our, you know, listeners around the globe that don't quite know who she is, Megan McCain is the daughter 
of deceased Republican senator and former Republican presidential candidate John McCain. Another side note real quick. I was watching C-SPAN the morning after FBI Director James Comey was being questioned by John McCain, and the senator started to show signs of like cognitive issues to where James Comey was like, what did you say? Wait, what? What did you say, Senator? John McCain's line of questioning had veered off into another direction. This is like four or five years ago. And shortly after that, John McCain um, revealed that he had brain cancer. And in case you don't know, John McCain was an American war hero and POW for like six years held in the Hanoi Hilton. Those were the cages in Vietnam that POWs, prisoners of war, were held during the Vietnam War. And guys, let me ask you something. Every American citizen listening, ask your friends, would you agree that that is a patriot? Yes or no? Vietnam veteran, six years as a POW, comes home, runs for office, gets to the Senate, and then gets like an ass hair away from President of the United States. That is John McCain's life. American patriot, yes or no? I say yes. And if you agree with me, I must ask you, my fellow MAGA patriot, how do you get behind this? At a conference of religious conservatives today, Donald Trump sparred with CBS pollster Frank Luntz over Senator John McCain. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war Five hero. and a half years. He's a war PhD hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Trump didn't stop there. He also questioned McCain's intelligence. I said he graduated last or second to last. He graduated last in his class at Annapolis. And he was upset. I said, why, for telling the truth? See, you're not supposed to say that somebody graduated last or second to last in their class. Because you're supposed to be like Frank says, very nice. How do you get behind that? How do you justify that the same guy who dodged the draft five times for Vietnam just told you that he don't think John McCain was a war hero or is a war hero? I don't understand the process with that, man. I don't get it. Define patriot. Is there a profile? Who better fits that profile if there is a profile? Is it John McCain or is it Donald Trump? The company you keep is very important, my friends. Anyways, fun fact, that's a new one, new segment, but fun fact, John McCain's funeral, at his funeral, he had the song My Way by Frank Sinatra playing. John McCain also planned his own funeral. So that song was very intentional. And I think John McCain played that song intentionally to bring back respect to that song. Why? Because at Trump's inauguration, 2017, I think, he played that song too. As is like he was dancing, you know, the first dance, I guess, with his wife. And he was mimicking it and he was laughing and he was playing a jokester and dancing with his wife, looking all like a drunk uncle at a wedding. Just looking dumb. Go watch for yourself. And then watch the Reagans dance or the Bushes, both sets, or the Obamas. Go watch the Kennedys take their first dance, or even the Nixons, elegant and presidential, representing America and Americans to the American citizens and to the world. 
You get what you pay for applies to everything. And we got bamboozled for four years with this con man. Anyways, back to uh, My Way. My Way by Frank Sinatra is a national treasure and should, if it could, be played at a war hero's funeral and not at a con man's convention. That was the Trump inauguration and then his administration. History played out, my friends. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a bitch here. It's written like it is because that's how it unfolded. Whether you want to believe it or not, whether you believe the sources, whoever your sources are or what you're reading, it is what it is. That's how it played out. Joe Biden is fixing it right now. Sorry, not sorry. All right, now back to Meghan McCain. That was a long side note. Thanks for letting me get that out. Meghan McCain recently, yesterday, day before, she tweets, this is a quote, can someone in the media who isn't just simply going to slobber all over Dr. Fauci interview him? There are some serious and legitimate questions that need to be asked after this email dump that the American people have a right to know the answer to, end quote. What are you doing, Megan McCain? Why are you playing this Republican game with Dr. Fauci? Like he's given 50 years of his life to infectious diseases, representing America under four presidents and on a global stage back with AIDS. Why are you contributing to this gossip? Your dad didn't play these games. Not like this. I watched him with the thumbs down on removing Obamacare. He disliked Trump. He knew what was coming. The train wreck was easy to predict because Trump's entire business and personal lives were already train wrecks. You'll find out. Listen to the interview coming up. But I know, Meghan McCain, that you're friends with the, the little fellow, Ben Shapiro, the opera guy. And Ben Shapiro has played a huge role in spreading disinformation over the past four or five years. Ben Shapiro has got an online news outlet, in quote, the Daily Wire. This guy, he's not a journalist. He's not a journalist. He's not Dan Rather. He's not Ted Koppel. He's not Jim Acosta. Ben Shapiro is a closeted theater person. No offense to the theater people. You guys are fabulous. Hashtag Asia SF. Boom. But Megan McCain, I don't understand you. And don't even get me started on what Jeb Bush's son is out there doing. But how, how could you get on this bash Fauci campaign? It bugged me, Megan McCain. And why not you? With the, all the shit that Trump talked about, your father and the Republicans didn't really say anything. Lindsey Graham, hi. And here you are, jumping on this Fauci bashing. Let this sit in for real, real quick, Megan McCain. You are in the same camp as Big Marge and Matt Gates. Again, let that sit in. I don't get it, Megan McCain, but don't run for office, girl. Keep us posted on what's going on with the Kardashians, all right? Thanks. Bye. All right, let's jump into some emails real quick. It's going to be a long episode today, you guys. 
grab your coffee or whatever else it is, you know, it'll be a minute. All right, let's get to Alan out there in Arkansas. He says, hey, East-West, how are you adjusting to the opening in California or the openings in California? How's your neighbors? Any anxiety you guys are going through? What's up, Alan? Thanks for the email. There is some anxiety on my end for sure. I mean, I rode the shelter in place as an essential worker through most of COVID until I broke my ankle. Now, um, you know, I've been homebound for like two and a half months. So yeah, I've got a, a little bit of agoraphobia. Is that what it's called? A little bit of like anxiety coming out. As I'm sure this rings true for, you know, a lot of people. We're at full capacity now here in California. So that's like 40 million people out of shelter in place. It's going to be, you know, a bit of adjustment for a lot of people, I think. So be easy on yourselves, you guys. Anyways, I'm looking forward, Ellen, to getting back to the gym. I miss swimming, the hot tub, sauna. And side note with that, all you Gen Xers and older, try to incorporate that into your day a little. I don't know if you like swimming or, you know, hot tub to, to stretch out those bones and, and then the sauna for that stretch too. If you, if you're interested, I mean, if, you know, cause as I said, you know, as you age, things, uh, creep up anyways, what I guess I was trying to say was that I walk out of the gym some days, seriously strutting like John Travolta in Saturday night fever. I'd play the music, but I can't, but seriously, I feel very much alive when I'm able to incorporate that, incorporate that into my day. But, um, I'm looking forward to baseball games also, not major league baseball. I'm talking like little league and local leagues. Why those? Because kids, kids are out to score, man. They don't care. They ain't going to get fined. They're not worried about injuries. And you're more likely to see a triple play with a little league game. That's fun. That's good. For me, it's more exciting to watch the little league. But thanks for the email, Alan. That's really nice. All right, quick DM from Jeff. You libs at YouTube and Facebook thought you could keep Alex Jones off the internet. You can't stop the truth. Why are you sending me this, Jeff? I don't work at Facebook or Twitter. I had nothing to do with Alex Jones being taken down off any platforms. But Jeff, Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist. And right now, Jeff, I'm going to say some shit. And you're just going to have to deal with it. So let's just rip the band-aid off and get her done, okay? This is going to be fast. Because I want to give you, my loyalist of MAGA supporters, the respect you deserve. And then we just got to move on. We can't just keep going into this vein, okay? One, Alex Jones has been in rehab several times for drug and alcohol abuse. He's got drug problems, man. He's out of his face. Just like the My Pillow guy. Articles in the show notes. Two, Alex Jones' attorney told the judge, this was when he was going through issues with his, you know, get, I guess a, a divorce or, you know, he had been busted for driving, DUI, whatever it was. But the attorney told the judge, quote, no reasonable person would believe Alex Jones on his show. It's a character. Articles in the show notes. Three, Alex Jones has been ordered to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to the parents of Sandy Hook. Remember that? Sandy Hook? Gunman goes in and massacres children. 
kindergartners. I think it's 2012. Unlock that in your vault. The article is in the show notes too. But Jeff, Alex Jones got sued for spreading conspiracies and lies that that massacre, that mass shooting of 20 kindergartners and six faculty was a hoax created by the government. He also told you Hillary Clinton, this grandma, was going to prison for Pizzagate. No such thing ever happened. He's on that QAnon bus. But there's no truth to anything Alex Jones says. It's entertainment, Jeff. I just laid that shit out for you, sir. It was just stories he told his listeners. Do you follow me, Jeff? He's paying the piper for it in court now. And guess where he's getting the do re me to pay those lawsuits? His loyal listeners like you, Jeff. Dan Bongino's pulling the same heist. And they're both turning their fellow Americans' minds into the mush that is their minds. And they're turning their fellow Americans' minds against their own government with these made-up shits. Come on, Jeff. I need you to think, sir. Thanks for the message. Next in the hopper, Richard sends us an email about how our country is under attack from UFOs. And thank God for Trump for creating Space Force. What's up, Richard? Listen, sir. From what I hear, Space Force was needed. But me personally, I always assumed NASA was watching things in space. Anyways, there was a UFO scare in the 80s that I can remember, 80s and 90s. The video from today's UFO scare looks very similar to those released in the 80s. And our technology is like a thousand times more advanced since the 80s. But let me play a clip from Bill Maher the other day. His guest was uh, astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson. And if you don't know who uh, Dr. Tyson is, Google, you know, search the Google. But here's his thoughts on UFOs. Chuck Woolery, guys. I want to ask you about the Big Bang Theory. Okay. Not the show. The actual theory. If you type Big Bang Theory into Google, first thing is the, is the TV show. I, and I, I don't know if that's good or bad. That's bad. Okay. <laughs> we know, that's bad. Okay. Sign so out real quick. I have to disagree with Bill on this one. The Big Bang Theory and the spinoff, Young Sheldon, have done a huge favor to American society. They are hugely popular shows. The Big Bang Theory was on for like 10 or 11 seasons. Young Sheldon, which is one of my favorite shows ever, is entering like it's fifth season. But how is it having, how is having the Big Bang Theory, the TV show, top of the Google search or somewhere near that better? How is it better? These shows have made science cool. And when things are cool, people want to do them. The interest in the Big Bang Theory TV show will lead people to the real scientists like Neil deGrasse Tyson, where they can get educated and, you know, those seeds are planted and people want to learn. Look at the influx in people within the science community over the last 10 years. Correlation? Causation? One could argue. Okay, let's get back to Bill and Neil real quick. Yeah, so there's a whole chapter in the book, Are We Alone? And we address uh, what kinds of ways you would ask and answer those questions. And I just kind of, I wish we had better evidence than monochromatic 
fuzzy Navy video. You know, if we're being visited by aliens, uh, you know, we, we upload six billion high-resolution color photos and videos to the Internet every day. We, we have unwittingly crowdsourcing the observation of the planet. And I just, I, I want better evidence than that. And just because you don't know what it is doesn't mean you then know what it is. I'm content to say that's mysterious. I, I don't know, maybe it's a glitch in the, in the hardware. And if you're going to say, no, it's not a glitch in the hardware, are you really sure? Are you so sure that you're ready to believe that intelligent aliens are coming to visit us and showing up on F-17 fighter pilot video? Is that is that more likely to you that maybe you missed something in your hardware? So I just, I, 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 go, keep looking for the aliens. By the way, mm-hmm. and I'm glad the Pentagon had a program to look for lights in the sky that could, could harm us. Yeah. Okay, $700 billion, put a fraction of that to protect us in case any of that is an enemy craft, or even if it's alien. But I'm just saying, I, I, my big fear is that the aliens already landed, but they landed during Comic-Con, and then no one noticed them <laughs> because everybody was... Dr- okay, Richard, there you have it, sir. And this guy, Neil deGrasse, this guy is at the top of his field, my man. Trust me. I believe him over, you know... My drunken friends, your drunken friends, any drunken friends that tell me they were picked up by aliens and butt probed. I'm telling you, I take this guy any day. This Neil deGrasse guy. Why? One, if aliens were going to pick up anyone to check out their ba- their brains and, you know, butt probe them. Why would they? Why would they pick up someone like my buddy or your buddy? And not like a Stephen Hawking's, you know, when he was alive or even a Neil deGrasse Tyson. Think about that. Why are they just coming for anybody? Thanks for the email, Rich. All right, before we get into our interview, let's give more of that sweet, sweet love to our sponsors over at Body and Soul. All right, guys, before we move into our next segment, love and respect to today's sponsors over at Body and Soul Botanica. That's www.bodysoulbotanica.com. Their Miracle Sports Cream hasn't just helped in the healing process with my ankle. I use it on my shoulders, on my knee, both knees, my lower back. It's amazing. So to all my working class listeners out there in the culinary world, the retail workers, the service industry workers, the mechanics, the utility workers, the truckers, I know the beatdown all those industries do to one's body hustling through your day and over the years. Trust me, you guys, you need this product. And I love how it makes my body feel just all rejuvenated and, you know, fresh and like pain-free. I feel alive. And that's the truth. Folks, Miracle Sports Cream goes beyond CBD to feature 11 herbs working together to stimulate your body's natural healing processes. No joke. And I'm excited to see how it helps me get back into shape uh, when I get when I can get back into the gym because I'm planning on walking the rock and roll half marathon in Vegas come February 2022. But who knows? Maybe with the Miracle Sports Cream, I might be able to jog because I don't run unless somebody's chasing me. Like I said, guys, as you age, those aches and pains creep up seemingly overnight. But listen. You don't have to sit in pain and discomfort anymore. Give the Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream a try. It's a mixture of 11 all-natural herbs, including CBD. CBD is the non-psychoactive ingredient 
derived from hemp or Delta 9 THC, followed by a heavy dash of straight up love to make this product so perfect that it helps take whatever is ailing you away. Don't forget to tell them that Christine from the East West Grind sent you folks by entering promo code East West Grind for that 20% off. Again, www.bodysoulbotanica.com. Promo code East West Grind. I'd never send you guys on a wild goose chase. Give this product a try, guys. Peace out. All right, you guys. Bing, bang, boom. I really like this music, Ash. Boom, 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 boom. All right, let's get into this interview with our friend, Michelle Francis. This is a big one, guys. Take it away, Ash. Guys, let's give a warm welcome to the East West Grind's very own Michelle. Michelle lives in New York. Uh, Michelle is also the East in the East West Grind podcast, y'all. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hey, how's it going? I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. Real quick backstory on how Michelle and I met. Uh, The fan Fiverr and I were on vacation in Hawaii, and Michelle and I ran into each other in a scooter shop. And for me, I felt like our eyes just connected and like, boom, we just started slam dunking (laughs) on Trump and, you know, what was going on with politics. And I think this was like 2019, 2018, I think. But um, anyways, 2019. Yeah. My friend Hannah was there. You remember? Yeah, I remember. She's like, I feel like I was watching a tennis match. Uh, But uh, it's it's good to have you here, man. and, And thanks for being here. Yeah. And this is your big 30, right? Is this your big big 30? Big year. It's a big big year year in life and and a big uh, 30th episode from what I understand. Yeah, I do remember that when we first met. It was pretty exciting because I was just there managing a moped shop and you were coming in to rent some scooters and have a good time on good old Maui and uh, bam. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was like that. Uh, We were just chit-chatting and we were like talking then. Let's get a podcast going and here we are. Here we are. I mean, you started the whole podcast because I couldn't really get involved with it for a while. I had my own stuff going on. And then with the pandemic and everything that occurred for all of us and mm-hmm. being in lockdown, I guess we're just getting our lives back. And I'm able to jump on here and you're doing well, sister. Thank you, man, girl, thank you so doing much. Well. You're doing You're having fun too. It's been an adventure for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Listen, let's get into this real quick. Um, first, First thing I want to do is like, before we get into the meat and potatoes of it all, yeah. since you're from New York, can you yeah. take me and the listeners back to 2016 and the morning after, if you will, uh, after Trump won? Because, uh, you know, he's he's from New York. Uh, you're in New York. Lifelong mm-hmm. resident there? Uh, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah, and all then right. New York City. Yeah. So what was it like for you guys waking up to a president-elect Donald Trump? What say you? Oh, geez. Oh, my gosh. Got to go back to that horrible day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I blame the groundwork here. uh, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, what what had happened was, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so basically, uh, it was a shocker to all of us who were, uh, I would say, city folk, um, country New Yorkers feel, I say country New Yorkers, North North New York or upstate New York, feel a little different. You have your Trumpers out there. You have them in Jersey. You have them in every state. However, um, the city of New York 
feels differently about Trump than the rest of the planet or mm. the parts of the planet feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, he is just, he's a bully. You know, he has single-handedly bankrupt Atlantic City. I mean, wow. no one will lend him any money. He's, he's, he's mean to the people that work for him. He's mean to the people that live in his buildings. Um, he's not what he say, says he is. So I was a shocker even during that whole election process that out of what was it, 17 Republicans, he was the chosen one. I mean, we were like, we'll take anybody, please give us anybody, but Trump. Right. And I of course voted for Hillary and the whole process of watching the election and uh, my significant other at the time went to bed because we thought we had it in the bag. And when she woke up, I was like, uh, yeah, um, no, no, this is a very, very sad day. And she was like, what? <laughs> so um, at the, I, w- I worked in the city. I worked in Midtown Manhattan. And I remember getting up that day and I was quiet. There was just a, a solemnness and a quietness about me. Mm. And I thought it was just me because I was kind of a little in shock. It, we didn't know at the time the severity of what was happening yeah. You know, what was going to happen? We knew it wasn't going to be good. Right, right, we right. We didn't like him. You guys we knew know. he was trouble. The idea of having him as president was just mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you know, moving it forward a little bit, you understand that Hillary was right about everything when she Absolutely. said about you don't want a man who can have uh, access to nukes when you can bait him with a tweet. You want that to happen? Like that's dangerous scenario. And she was right. We knew he was horrible then. And had no idea how bad it really was going to get. And yet, I remember going into the city and it was like tumbleweeds, Christine. I mean, it was quiet. There was no honking. (laughs) I mean, there was honking, but it was just like, this is New York. The day after the election, people were walking around with their heads hanging down. I go into the office. Nobody was talking to anybody. And I worked for, I was a, I'm a producer yeah. in New York and we were about communication. You mm-hmm. communicate, you know, you're doing shows and nobody was talking to anybody. It was just like, we were going along. Doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. There was a quietness about New York city that just radiated through the whole, through everything. I thought at first it was me. And then I realized, nope, nobody's talking on the subways and we're nice in New York, believe it or not. A lot of people mm-hmm. think that we're not. But um, if you need anything, you need direction, you need help, or the first people to say, hey, come over here, or you got to go that way or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're just all in a hurry to get somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it was a quietness that yeah. I just, you'd, you'd have to like, you'd have to know the before and after mm-hmm. to really understand it. And at the time we were like, well, you know, maybe he'll be okay. Maybe it won't be so bad. Right. <laughs> then we had to get used to the constant trauma. I feel like I have PTSD from the last four years. Girl, of his, who doesn't? Like, when, when Biden got elected, my dear, I exhaled and cried. I mean, it was like- You and everybody else. Oh, and now every day I don't have to look at the news and wonder, I'm not being bombarded with- bullshit you know yeah. it's not constant just you know yeah. coming at me so it's a it's a relief at this point and i forget what it's like to have real leaders in the white house girl i'm telling you that i love listening. the mrs mrs by she's oh, amazing yes. dr but, jill god dr. bless you dr jill mm. god bless you you are an amazing human and we should all want to be like uh dr jill biden yeah I'm with that. And just listening to your story gave me 
seriously, I got like chills and like PTSD myself because the, the day that you woke up and talked about how you were just kind of roaming around New York, we, I was the same way. I was like, what, what the hell just happened? The guy from the eighties that was all over the, the national Enquirer mm-hmm. is now the president. What the hell happened? I didn't like him when he was on the as the apprentice and the apprentice. I never Why watched would you one like him episode, as a girl. No, yeah, way. you didn't miss nothing. Trust oh, me. Thank you so nothing. very much. It's a bunch of bullshit <laughs> and right, drama. Now. Oh my god. <laughs> let's um let's move forward into uh COVID with Como. Let's go oh, back to yeah. you know the last year when 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 the outbreak just took off and you know um on my end like I see Como as Como took the lead for the country. And, oh and, God, yes. And and Gavin Newsom followed. You know, we're the two most populated states in the mm-hmm. country, I think. And and Newsom followed uh, in the beginning. He followed. You know what Newsom? I mean, what um, Como was doing uh, while Trump was kind of like, oh, you know, everything's fine. It'll all just go away, right? You remember that? Right. But um, I think I think Newsom did a great job over on this end. And uh, I know some of you know a lot of industries all over the country suffered because of what happened with COVID. Um, I mean, I was watching China and, and, and Italy, and I was watching how, you know, it was just ravaging the older people in those, in those countries. And, and then boom, it just got like, New York was hit. Um, people were like dying left and right. And uh, on, on this end, when the shutdowns, when, when Newsom started with the shutdowns, it was like a four week process of like down to 75, uh, 70% or then 50% and then 20% and then just boom, you're all shut down. And listen, we're 40 million people here. There was no mm-hmm. other way to do it. You can't just boom, shut down 40 million people. Don't go nowhere. That's not going to happen. Your governor, Como, he's catching a lot of hell right now, but he he he, led, he paved the way, man. He led the way for everybody. What say you? You know, there's a couple, couple of things to say. Mm-hmm. One is, is this was a pandemic. This was everywhere. People have suffered great losses, horrible, horrible tragedies. Uh, life loss. I remember watching a video on Twitter. This poor Italian man had his sister. Uh, she was her. She was dead in her bed for three days because they couldn't get any help to her apartment because they were so overloaded with death in the hospitals and the morgues. They, they could. They couldn't even get to him. And he took the video with her behind him. I actually watched that on Twitter, and uh, it was horrific. People have suffered everywhere. So. When our country, when people within our country become selfish, and I, you know, and I get it about businesses and there being losses, I get it, right? You know, but with every tragedy that has been in the history of mankind, yes, the businesses lose, but guess what? You can always rebuild a business. You cannot put a person back together again. Okay, so when there's a leader such as Newsom or Cuomo that says, "Hey, listen, we have to do the hardest thing ever. We have to we have to shut down an entire state. We have to." ask you to stay in your homes and you're going to get slack for it. I mean, there's people who don't listen, who don't want to conform, who don't want to abide by laws, who, because we're such a free society. We like to do our own thing. You know, I mean, yes, sometimes doing your own thing, that that's what won you know, World War II was us Americans getting involved with stuff. We like to, we're free thinkers. Sometimes we'd always listen to, to our bosses or <laughs> chain of command and we deviate mm-hmm. And it saves people's lives. But when you're talking about yourself in a pandemic, uh, you can throw whatever conspiracy theory you want at it. But at the end of the day, people were dying here in New York, a thousand a day, a thousand. They were burying mass graves on the island right up here in New York. 
it was insane. I lived a mile away from the epicenter when this first started. Mm -hmm. So and then you didn't have any assistance from the federal government. I mean, our country is set up that where states can free, you know, they can break away from the union. They can break away from the country if it was too out of control. Right. And that's what basically happened. Governor Cuomo got with other governors around in his area, which was, you know, New York doesn't function without New Jersey being on board, without Pennsylvania mm -hmm. being on board, without Connecticut, because we all everyone lives near each other and we all work out of the city. Yeah. And you had to shut down a city that the entire world flies to <laughs> that comes to. All right. It's it's in the magnitude. I mean, I don't know if people are living in some hobunk little trailer somewhere. You don't understand it. I get that. But New York is a tough place. And what Newsom had to do with California, yeah. you got people crawling over each other. Look what's happening to India. India is finally starting to get some help because we're sending them yeah, aid, Biden. vaccinations. Biden's doing it. India is still going through hell. Mm -hmm. There are dead bodies in the streets. Yeah. There's what, two billion people that live in India? Mm -hmm. And it's they're not unfortunately maybe not the cleanest country, but uh it's terrible what's happening there. So I have an issue with people getting upset about businesses because mm -hmm. you know, uh, it, first of all, it's a distribution of wealth. A lot of people lost money and had losses, but a lot of people gained it. You know, it kind of transfers from one to another. You know, there's other small businesses uh, or other businesses that weren't that big, but they set themselves up financially to where they were able to buy out the other small businesses that were in trouble, help their common person out, and then enhance their wealth by obtaining that business. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, there's been some rescues there as well. So um, it's sad, but I think we all want to, at the end of the day, get through this and have our lives to live. You mm -hmm. always can rebuild a building. Yeah. You know, you always can put something back together. Um, but you can't take, you can't, uh, you can't ha uh, create a new life. I mean, yeah. take back that life, you know, yeah. once they're lost, it's You're terrible, terrible shame. Yeah. Now, one more thing is going Go on ahead. to about Cuomo. Yeah, please. Is, you know, I don't know about all this stuff with these girls, right? Oh yeah. Being a, being a woman and understanding, uh, you know, I've been in situations where I've lost my job because I wouldn't sleep with the boss. You know, mm. I get that. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, I think how he handled and what he did for the state of New York and for this country in the leadership role outweighs anything, any claim that gets thrown at it. And it, and I also look at things um, in the sense of why was why didn't this all come out before? Like why now? Yeah. You know, um, somebody trying to you know knock his name down. I don't know. And I'm not saying that these girls are wrong, but I just always women we have this power to where now in our movement, we can also destroy someone's life too. So I'm always cautious about that as well. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they're not, their story isn't real or true. I don't know. Right. But I, I, there's also people out there, if you give them money, they will say anything. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Me, it, it does. Any claims? So if somebody has beef with him, this is a quick, easy way. If he's done anything that's kind of shady, uh, to try and get him out of office so mm -hmm. they can, you know, have one up on the state of New York and be like, look, the mighty have fallen. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know. It just, it's just stuff to be talked about and discussed. And I guess the truth will come out. We'll, we'll find out eventually. That's the thing. And I think, I think if he did do something wrong and it comes out, he'll get what's coming to him, you know? Right. But uh, your, your governor and my governor is catching hell for how they handled the pandemic. Um, but that's a great segue into Caitlyn Jenner. What do you know about her? 
It just, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because I had just the other day was saying to myself, what happened to Caitlyn Jenner? Mm -hmm. I guess she just dropped off the planet because I Mm -hmm. haven't seen anything. But apparently, as you're telling, this woman's, what is she running for what? Listen, oh my God, she's going after Newsom. And she's trying, (laughs) okay, look, she can barely keep her eyes open. She did an interview with Sean Hannity recently where he was like, wait, what, what did you do? Okay, first First of all, yeah, I, you, he did. She did an interview with Sean Hannity. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Well, the community isn't going to be very keen on that. Listen, so, she has nothing to say. But how? You know, she's all about like Sean. Do you do you like my hanger? You know, like she's Liz Taylor or something. One everyday Americans don't own their own plane or have a hanger, princess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you only have a plane because Chris Kardashian is a marketing genius. That's why. And B, she's running on the fact that she's transgender in the transgender capital of the world that is California. And she thinks she's going to take down Newsom. Give me a break. She's running as a Republican. And sis, the Republicans don't like you. The GOP don't recognize the trans community, girl. And the vast majority of your own community knows that. They ain't going to vote for you. That's why I am Kate didn't pan out. And, uh, you know, you don't live the everyday trans person's life. Go watch Pose. Have you heard that? Have that show? P-O-S-E. Check that show out. I will vote for Blanca before I vote for this, (laughs) ma'am. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so she's uh, she's on one for sure. It's interesting, though, that she feels like she can actually take on Newsom. Like if you wanted to run for mayor of a town somewhere. Start there, right? If you're interested in maybe your town or some start in politics somewhere small, mm-hmm. uh, that you just because you have a you already have a name, you're going to go for governor. Yeah. Uh, after Newsom, I'm shocked. I mean, I just I really am shocked. And the Scott same thing is Bale. happening in New York. Dude, Scott Bale was making a run. He was thinking about all these old '80s sitcom people since Trump <laughs> won. They're all like coming out of the woodwork. Because they can't get an acting like, gig. That's what, I, hey, ooh, hey, that's what I've been talking about. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they can't get an acting gig. So they got the Republican ones. They got to go the problem I, trouble. This is the problem I see, man. I mean, these old actors think that politics is is like it's just another gig, man. There's people's lives involved. When you're mm-hmm. a politician, you got to make decisions for the mass. Right. You no, know? you need to know what you're doing. Have that's some right. sort of schooling or whatever. This isn't like Charles in charge or something. You know what I mean? You got to, these are other people involved. So that's that. I don't know. I, I, I don't think she's got a shot personally. I, think she's I mean, a joke. I like to watch her just get up there and just the gay community. We're not voting for her. LGBTQ. Isn't going to vote for her. We'll vote Trust for me. Newsom. I mean, if I'm, if I was in California, I'd be voting for Newsom back again. There's Trust no me, way girl, I speak for the Castro district. She don't get our vote. <laughs> Mike drop. Amen, Castro District, wherever that is. (laughs) Have you ever, you've never been to the Castro? Have you heard about the Castro? Oh, no. Tell me about the Castro District. Oh, my God. I've only been into, I've only been to the LA airport and I've been to San Diego and I've been to San Fran and other places. Harvey Uh, Milk? No. Yeah. Well, Harvey Milk. I know about Harvey Milk. Yeah. 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 Right down. That's where it was all. That's the epicenter of oh, uh, okay. the gay community. And, and you know, he was the first uh, city count, gay city yeah. council member. Yeah. And it became like that. That was his area, man. He's he's got a restaurant there. When uh, we'll have you out here, we'll take you, you to Harvey. You got to take he's me. got a great restaurant. It's his Photoshop. 
he's got a, a memorabilia place where he used to live above that place. I mean, it's oh, okay. It's, and it's a Castro district. It's the Castro district. Okay. That's I didn't know the that. Bay district. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to San Francisco, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move into vaccinations. Uh, how you guys doing out there? Uh, Good. I mean, you can get a vaccination in every corner. Uh, <laughs> I we're, mean, we're at about sixty percent. How about you? In terms of, um, you're what probably the- about a little lower than you, but we're there. We're there, or maybe we're at seventy. You know, I haven't checked on that, but I was wondering how you felt about vaccinations because they divide the country. A lot of people are saying, you know, you literally draw a line in the sand when it came to yeah. voting for Trump or voting for someone else, and. Also, same thing with vaccinations. A lot of people are like, don't get vaccinated. You know, it'll kill yeah. you. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I think, I think the divide is is uh, is twofold here. And in terms of the vaccination, you know, people are like, no, I'm not getting it. There's a chip in it. And this, please. OK, when you went to kindergarten, you got vaccinated. You had to show mm-hmm. proof. OK, uh, I remember my mom stood in line with all of us to get our shots, man, all of us screaming and shit. But you got a card. So you were vaccinated. You weren't going to get, you know, measles or whatever, chicken pox, whatever you went on about your day. It's the same thing. It's just right. a different virus. Now get your vaccination. But, you know, the the divide uh, in this country on in terms of the vaccine, I think hands down is the disinformation spread around by Trump and Rush and the Dan Bonginos and Fox and all the conservative news outlets. The Republicans have sold their souls, my friend. To El Diablo. And listen, Mm -hmm. if people would stop and really think about the stories they're reading and research their sources, they'd realize that they are being gaslit. And uh, when people, you know, are for the way I I think is like when people are convinced that Dan Rather and Ted Koppel are fake news or not journalists, someone's really got a hold of your mind. yo. if Dan Rather and Dan Bongino are giving me an article to read. Who am I going to I'm going to get the article from Dan Rather. Dan Bongino is nobody. Why? Because Dan Rather is a tenured, respected journalist and Dan Bongino is a cop. Well, I just I could jump in here and say that jump in (laughs) that uh, I heard from some Trumpers in in my family that if I get the vaccination, I could probably put a magnet to my skin and it's going to stick to me. I was like, oh, my God, even if they even if you were to take every conspiracy theory and say it was true, the aliens are going to come down with anal probes, that everything is true. Let's just say it is all is true. Right. Let's say I get vaccinated and uh, magnets do stick to my body or Mm -hmm. they have chips in them and I could be tracked. Mm. Is there a damn thing I can do about it? No, I get vaccinated. You cannot get vaccinated, but then you can get sick and get other people to kill them. Right. But I'm talking about overall. Yeah. Is there anything you can do about anything unless you're a billionaire? Do you have really control or say in in life and the on these kind of levels? I mean, honestly, what what can you do? But when I heard that, I was like, what? Where do you get this stuff from? Like, whatever happened to just being simple, like, you know, let's just go get vaccinated. Let's just all prevent from harming or hurting each other. Let's just try and trust somebody. You know, it's crazy. They'll trust some crazy news story. It could be from anyone to drop something into the, (laughs) into the pool there, right? Create a wave and they'll believe that, but they won't believe important people who are in the medical profession who know, like you were just saying, somebody who is a news reporter, who is experienced, who knows what's really going on. 
I don't trust any of that. It's like, you don't even trust somebody with a degree, but you'll trust somebody who just says something random off the top of their head. Cause you I don't like know what they say. Right. That's then maybe that's what it is, Christine, yeah. because I, I don't understand that connection. Yeah. In my it's mind, just being fed what it. you want to hear. It's what you want to hear. This guy, Bubba down the road can be saying something that is totally fake, but if you mm-hmm. like it and you want to hear it, all right, it's, it's, it's now become news. That's yeah. basically yeah. What, how people are absorbing their news. Now, if you look at all these news sources that are out there, there's so many fake, so much fake disinformation. You can tell, like, if it's not an ABC, it's abc.co.org. These are all fake shits to make you think that it's an ABC news article or, you mm-hmm. know, just some random blogger. They, I mean, Fox News puts bloggers up there talking about politics. And, you know, I, I don't understand how we are taking our politics from people who are not um, journalists. Real like journalism is a field. You know, there's there's a criteria. There are standards that you have to uphold if you want to be one, a journalist and two, you want to work for a credible news source like a CNN, like an MSNBC, like an ABC, CBS, NBC. These are all these are all founding. uh, Most of them are founding news sources from when TV started here in America. You want me to throw those? I'm supposed to believe that they're fake because some bozo from, you know, New York, Donald Trump uh, told me that they're fake. He's one of the fakest motherfuckers out there. And we're supposed to believe that yeah. our news sources are not. Come on, man. Come yeah. On. Yeah. We're supposed to believe him what he feeds us. I don't get it. And I'm I'm shocked at the level uh, at the 70. You know, people are like half the country voted for him, half the country. No, they didn't. OK, we're 360 million people, almost 74 million voted for him. That's like a I don't know, a third. I don't know, whatever it is. But it's not half the country because all the country didn't vote. And he did bring out more voters. He certainly did. But they voted for Joe Biden. Hmm. Amen. Amen, Ooh. sister. All right. Oh, I'm glad about, we're out of that. <laughs> I know. Shoot. What about? Uh, oh my God. What's going on with Bill De Blasio? Oh gosh. Well, first of all, <laughs> who likes Bill De Blasio? I don't know. You tell I me. Mean, you're in New York. I don't think anybody likes Bill De Blasio. No. We'll take anybody over Bill. Um, mm. It's interesting of who's running for mayor. I am so excited about Eric Adams. He's a Brooklyn Borough resident. Um, He's a former New York City police officer. He's a, a, a black man who gets it. I think mm-hmm. that he can be an amazing leader for the city, right um, especially being a New York City police officer. I mean, it, that's a huge, huge uh, accolade to have. Uh, and Maya Wiley is excellent. She's a former council yes. uh, woman too, I've heard de Blasio. So she's kind of seen it all too. She's been on the inside. She used to be a former MSNBC analyst, I believe. Yep. And then you have uh, also Catherine Garcia. She's a, ca- a good candidate. Um, she was a former city sanitation commissioner. And then Andrew Yang is running. Uh, he's a former presidential candidate, so yes. that makes sense for him to run. Um, Andrew isn't really tied to New York in any form of fashion, yeah. although um, he has amazing ideas for yeah. what can be. F- when it comes to financials, I think uh, financial systems, I think he can be really helpful for the city. So um, those those four, I think people should keep their eyes on. But yeah. I think Eric has really got a good run for it uh, because he understands how he can we got to make the police department work properly in New York and we need to get a handle on that. And there's been pros and cons from what I hear from New York uh, police officers concerning de Blasio yeah. and yep. he, he didn't do right by New York. Um, people who favor Cuomo usually hate de Blasio. Um, 
So we'll it's be interesting to see what happens, but we have some some candidates that are that are really going to be great replacement. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I was, Bill is ahead, done. Sorry. He's done. You know, he's going to be. Bye-bye. I think, I think he knows it too. Cause now he's doing news conferences. He's like, what, 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 what I but, do? Yeah. You know? like, what? He said, I think checking out, you know, he survived, <laughs> made it through the pandemic and he's still alive. You just, just get out, dude. Just, just, just go. <laughs> I think, I think Andrew Yang, I, I, I thought, I thought for sure, maybe he had a chance, but you have more insight. You're there, but uh, I love this guy. He's like, he reminds me of McLovin from super bad. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. he comes out on stage. He's like, chicka, chicka, what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's a cool guy. I, and he's got I a like lot, him. I do like him. He's got I a really lot of do. great ideas, but you know, you, you, he's, he's not from New York. You're right. He's not. And, I don't you, think and, everyone's going to vote for him to really make it a win. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I really appreciate him running, but yeah, a lot yeah. of people already are saying, eh, what yeah, do you right. know about New York City? You know what I mean? Sure. New York is be like, what do you what do you know? Yeah. Uh, but Eric definitely he's I, I, you know, I don't know. I think he's got I'm my I'm gonna vote. keep my eye on that guy for sure. Yeah. Eric or Maya. What about Andrew Giuliani? <laughs> catch up? I would just I can I laugh at this yes. seriously. His daddy is uh about to probably go to prison mm-hmm. when all this when all this chips fall. And he's running right now on the coattails of the Trump era. You know, Trump's still being around. Yeah. Uh, I, I just laugh at it. Okay. I don't know what money is behind Andrew as to mm-hmm. why Andrew Giuliani is even has a chance. Mm-hmm. He speaks really well. He talks the talk. Uh, yeah. But it's another. So did his father. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's another problem. Mm-hmm. I think so they're for- going to try. They're going to try to, you know, ramp up that. Trump voter uh, of New York that we have here. Yeah. You know, uh, how big is it? Trumpers. How big is that base? It's, it's a good size. Is You've got to figure the state in New York, you know, you go upstate in some of the rural areas, just like any other state, you know, mm-hmm. New Jersey has it. Connecticut has it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have, it, portions, you have a house yeah. that has a Biden sign and right next door, it's like a Trumper, you know? And I'm yeah. like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. So, um, so for the people that don't know, uh, Andrew Giuliani is running for governor in New York. Against uh, Cuomo, which against is insane. Cuomo. Insane. Um, and, you know, my take, I mean, I have a take here on Andrew Giuliani. And, and my take is the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Just like with Don Jr., two green apples, those two. But Andrew Giuliani knows he can't beat Cuomo head to head. He can't do it. This is a money grab. Mm-hmm. Okay. On your people, New Yorkers. Who and why? Rudy and his dad. That's who and why. Rudy Giuliani is in some serious shit legally. You know that, right? He's got Dominion voting machines up his ass and like 1.3 billion in lawsuits. He's going all over the country and all over the world talking about how it was a fake election. He got himself into some trouble. Um, During the election, he was standing in front of like porn shops and alleys, you know, giving press conferences, just disgusting standing representing the president of the United States. Um, I you just, know, I, I, wasn't there something that he also is, is on an audio clip somewhere about him oh, saying yeah. stuff and dealing it's, with the Russians. I mean, oh isn't this like, this is really bad, right? I, I mean, this, this is, is this serious is a phone, stuff. This was this a phone call. This, that, that oh, really? Trump, it was a phone call. 
This was the phone call that Trump got impeached for with, I believe, it was Ukraine. He was putting pressure on the, pres- the president of Ukraine. Yeah. That's and it. Rudy's like, well, you know, that 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 conversation just came out. I mean, this is he's in a lot of legal trouble and legal trouble costs a lot of money. Right. This right. is a this is a money grab. I think he knows. I think Andrew Como. I mean, Andrew uh, Giuliani, he knows he, he's not going to be able to be Como, but they're getting donations and they're funneling that shit. You know, oh, that campaign money yeah. out of mm-hmm. just like the Trumps did with the, the cancer foundation. You know, none of those guys, none of those Trumps can have a foundation or a, or a yeah, a foundation in New York without having somebody overseeing it mm-hmm. because they were funneling money through it and they got busted. I mean, this is exactly what this is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. He's he's not going to win, but I think you're right about this whole thing about it funneling money. Money uh, grab, how, yeah. I I have to say one thing: how oh. the mighty have fallen. Remember oh. Giuliani, two thousand and one, with President oh. George W. Bush standing out there saying, "We know who you are, and we were going to come for you." And what he didn't do in two thousand and one for the city of New York and for his people, and he is he is just fallen from grace. It's a I shame remember to him see. being on the cover of Time magazine, mayor of the country, man. Yeah. And now he, he's just a sweaty bag of shit. Sorry. I mean, especially sorry. with that that video with the girl. And I don't even know. It's just, oh, it's, uh, tucking it's in that so shirt. Much. Yeah. <laughs> that Bora is so good. He's great. It's like some crazy ass uncle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's so bad. Some dirty uncle somewhere. Oh, it's man. so bad. I, he's not the man I thought he was. I mean, I knew once he was you know, on, he married Trump. his cousin. What are you talking about? Oh, that's true. When that you know happened I mean? and when he was on board with, with <laughs> Trump, I was like, Oh, there's something yeah. wrong. There's a video. I don't know if you've ever seen it, a video of him and Trump in like a Bergdorf's or whatever that's called. Like a, it'd be a Nordstrom or something out here. And Giuliani's dressed in like a woman's clothing and he's got boobs on and, and Trump like gets his face down there in between the boobs. And Rudy's like, you naughty, naughty boy, you know, just like, what are, <laughs> this is the, what are you guys doing in get out of, you know what, out of I'm Washington. sorry, but you know what yeah. I keep going to is the Christian community. Yeah. What about you know? it? exactly the Christian community? You know, how do they do? Uh, I know. How do they just, family, a- you know, I, I'm a believer and um, I don't call myself a Christian anymore because I don't want to be lumped in with the group because they are a disgrace. As far as I'm concerned, they call Trump God's gift. And this is the man. You think that this man who does all these horrible things, how he treats women. I mean, there's some, you know, he's not a godly man. He didn't step foot in a church. Mm-mm. Look the way he held the Bible when we were upside down. Did that. Huh? Upside down. <laughs> I mean, it just, it just blows my mind when these Christian conservative Republicans come out and they're like, oh, he's God's gift to us. God sent. I'm like, what? Like, you would just follow someone like him off of a bridge into the water. That's a cult, dude. That's a cult. It's a cult. Sorry. It's, it's sick. It just bothers me to no avail. Uh, I'm with you. I'm disgusted with it. What are you? What are your thoughts on Mike Pence? He's he's coming out of the woodworks lately. I, <laughs> I know. They're, I, I'm laughing at all this stuff. Run, maybe I don't know. He's. I think, I, I think he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I think he shouldn't run. I don't think anyone's going to vote for him. I hate Mike Pence with a yeah. passion. More than Trump. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like Mike Pence really revealed himself under Trump. Uh, he got behind every dirty, rotten, scoundrelly thing that he's, Trump did. And, he's not a good you know, man. And, it, and he helped him burn the everyday American, uh, which Biden is now reversing most of that shit. But he 
you know, they they reverse things for the LGBT community, for the trans community, trans in the military. I mean, it's not right. And so I think with the with the uh, Christian base, uh, he will definitely have a shot because, you know, he represents they glorify him. Yeah, they do. They, they, do. So they do. They glorify him. With, they absolutely I just don't know him. how I just personally I don't know how big that Christian base is anymore. That, you know, uh, religious sector, because I don't know if you've been paying attention, but over the past several years, like, you know, churches are losing. They don't have as many people that are going into them. They're not getting mm-hmm. donations They're You know, people are kind of. I think personally, I think it's with the development of technology and you can find answers all over the place for things now. And, you, know, you have um, to be worried, worried about the non-denominational right, far right Christian community that exists mm-hmm. in the Bible Belt still. Yeah. And in the southern states, they're there and uh, they're very big supporters of Pence. However, I don't think he has a shot. And this is why. Right. Because Trump didn't just play for the Christian community. He also played for those who were you know, hiding under their bed somewhere in some little Hobunk trailer park or something, you know, mm-hmm. I, sorry, I, I said freaking offend anyone, but mm-hmm. I, I lived in a trailer before, so I can say that, I don't, I don't. <laughs> but I mean, I come from, uh, you know, small beginnings and sure. humble abodes. That's for sure. Amen. Uh, but, you know, he did the wide demographic, you know, he, you know, anyone in that, who was poor, who, uh, you know, trying to give them a voice. Yeah, fight for you. And so it's not just the Christian community where Mike Pence is just going to get them. He does not have that glamour that Trump would spin or talk. Absolutely, that Pence can be a follower and he could be quiet and just go along with whatever Trump did. But on his own, he's nobody. Indiana didn't want him. That's why he was they wanted him out. Yeah, Yeah. So and there's a lot of conservatives in Indiana. Uh, so I don't think he really has a shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can try, but it's not going to, if you're going against Biden or if you're going against any other Democrat, yeah. he's going to lose. As uh, far as I'm I, concerned. I think, I think they, I think they put him up just because there's nobody really ready right now. In right. They just want to stick somebody out there. They're, they're, they're bringing uh, like Paul Ryan's coming out of the, uh, he's coming out of the dugout again. I think it's going to Paul Ryan has a shot. He Uh, he used to be Speaker of the House. And, you know, he when he because he's a true Republican. I'm telling you, when Trump got elected, he was out, man. He was like, oh, uh, after like the first year, he's like, bye, Felicia. He was out. But he's a respectable man. Adam is a very respectable man. Like uh, Liz Cheney, man. Top dog. Those those guys, I think they're forming their own Republican Party and with with ethics and with standards. And, um, you know, the the Trump publicans are uh, kind of running the show, right? They're going to have to, Mm -hmm. they're going to have to do their own thing. All right. Did you, uh, let's move on. Did you, uh, we just kind of touched base a little bit. Trump ordered phone rec or did we, uh, Trump ordered (laughs) phone records for CNN reporters and democratic leaders. Did you hear about that? No, tell me more. All right. Uh, let me tell you what I always have an opinion and a comment, but tell me more. (laughs) Yeah, 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 definitely. So, so he ordered, you know, when he was president, he ordered, um, records, from the CNN reporters and the Democratic leaders to find out, you know, who's doing what. And personally, I'm not surprised that he did this. This is the behavior of a Vladimir Putin, of a Saudi prince, of a Kim Jong Un. Mm-hmm. And of course, these are all dictators, right? Mm-hmm. Totalitarianism, my dear. Yes, and they all go after free and fair press and their political rivals. Trump wanted to be like them. I don't know if you know who Alexei Navalny is. Uh, he's taken on. 
Putin in Russia right now. He's been poisoned yes. twice, right? He's been in jail uh, just for challenging Putin. And this is some real shit that our our fellow Americans should really pay attention to. But but the plan, I think, I believe, was for Trump to to transition this country from democracy and into authoritarianism. And, you know, when you have generals and people that are like 40, 50 years in the service that are like danger, Will Robinson, you know, like <laughs> got to sit back and go, oh, shit, what's going on? You know, but I'm not surprised that Trump was, you know, trying to get uh, at his political rivals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like he tries everything. Yeah, absolutely. Everything He's you know, cutthroat and uh, dangerous. And he doesn't have he doesn't have a more. That's where we go back to the Christian community. He doesn't have a moral compass. Yeah, there's not there doesn't abide by any laws. The law is that he is, you know, oh, he's allowed to uh, make decisions for everyone because he's the great and uh, sovereign Trump. And it's not the case. can fix it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Boy. Boy, oh boy. I don't even know. I, well, I just can't. I, I just hope that he, I don't know what you think about this. I'm, I'm yeah. bl- blubbering over myself here this morning. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think about, you think he's going to go to jail? I think he's going to pay for his crimes. I think the Southern District of New York and everyone's going to come after him. They're going to get him one way or another. I uh, think. I think he's going to disappear off into the big black void because mm-hmm. they're going to take all his money. Yeah. And that's where you hit him really where it hurts. I mean, I'd rather see him lose absolutely everything than even go to jail. Absolutely. It's not really matter. Personally, um, I, I'm with you in that. I don't think he's going to go to jail. I think mm-hmm. Diana thinks he's going to go to jail, but I don't. I think that he'll he will be. Um, he will be squeezed out of all of his funds, just like you said, which is his main, you know, he owes so much money to Doce Bank out there, you know, that is owned by Russia. And oh, yeah. He, I mean, he he's and I think that. Don't let know, Russians come after you. <laughs> they I come mean, to collect, brother. Right. But <laughs> yeah, I also you're in trouble. That, um, you know, this has to be done. They have to keep chasing him and getting getting him. You know, this there's there's Donald Trump's that haven't even been born yet. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And those guys that are that are coming up that are like Don juniors in them that are. And again, not I, even born yet. go ahead. I want to see Don jr. Go to jail though. That would bring me such I want joy. To see him get his just because he's a pompous man. ass. Yeah. <laughs> just want to see him just arrest his sorry, freaking cracked man. up ass and put him. Can I say that on your podcast? Come I'm on, sorry. Girl. I'm talking, I'm talking like, say. um, like I'm in a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't perfect. stand that prick. I'm telling you, man. I am telling you. And it's I, good. I, his girl divorced his ass, got rid of him. Girl, go. You go, girl. You get out. His wife. Wait, yeah, he, his he wife. Was cheating on his wife with who? Oh, Gavin. With that other wife. chick. Yeah. Ex-wife. What's, what's her name? Kimberly Goyaf. That's it. But I can't even say I her name. Her, I can't say her name. So I call her Kimberly Newsom because she used to be married to Gavin. Yeah. Get, yeah. See? Two Gavin got rid of her. Good for him. You know, so I just feel like uh what were we talking about? We're talking about Pride Month. Yes. <laughs> oh Girl, we God. need to be talking about something happy and it jolly. Is. Don't you just and love it is Pride people? Month and I am proud. Me too. Let's talk and Pride. I you know what I was just telling somebody, maybe the maybe the listeners last week, but you know what the best thing about gay people is is that we're already diverse. Mm-hmm. We there's gay people in every culture, every we are country. Everywhere. We are everywhere. We just love everybody already. Why can't we all just be like that? I do a shout out to the young man at Panera Bread who brought my food out to me and he was he was flaming gay. I love oh him. God, I, love, I him. love my gays. He comes up to the car mm-hmm. and delivers my food and he goes, 
you all are so beautiful because we all were dressed up in the car. And I looked oh, at yeah. him and said, honey, you're beautiful. And yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. snap. <laughs> Like I could son. have given him a hug, except it's COVID. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, he was like, I was like, I couldn't wait to see him again. So I'm going to go back to that Panera and hopefully he comes back out again. Dude, shout out to just Panera nice Bread to- too, because yeah. Panera, I was a general manager for the general manager there for many years. They are all about like, you know, they have this special like restaurant. You pay what you, if you don't have no money, you go in, they feed you. If whatever, pay what you want. Like these guys are all in there. Panera Bread just like, they gives at the end of the day, their stuff is fresh every day. They have, I'm going off on a tangent here, but they're like bakers. They get fresh dough every night. And um, at the end of the day, whatever's left, they give it to the charities and, you know, the, the places that, you know, need to help feed people. I just love Panera bed one and two love the guy that serves you. Yes. Always do that. Yeah. Hospitality. It is so crazy. Pride, what are you doing for pride? Well, uh, we're still kind of, you know, we're in, we're both been vaccinated, but we're mm-hmm. still kind. Of, I, I'm nursing this broken foot still, so you know, you can't go far. Not going too your far. Your girl can throw you in a wheelchair and just wheel you everywhere with a nice big I flag know, on the then, back of your thing. That's hard <laughs> though. You got to maneuver around and stuff. But yeah, yeah. you know, we'll pro- we'll probably just, uh, yeah, we're just kind of hang, you know, staying low still. We're still trying to come out of the woodworks here. Yeah. You know, and, me too. But me it's too. it's a uh, it's been so great seeing like, you know. All, they show, you know, the, the capital, uh, you know, all these lights, the colored lights and the corporations are all behind this. And, you know, except for Chick-fil-A, but you know what I mean? Uh, just seeing all the the colors of, of representing and, and acknowledging um, the gay community and the trans community. Wonderful. And, uh, it is. It is because we're all just people. And, you know, I've said this in the past before I, when I was working over at Google, a huge trans community just some of the most beautiful people and kind people and smart people I've ever met. And, you know, we're welcome, welcoming them into this, you know, giving them a name and, you know, just adding them to About the list in time, you know, yep. just, mm-hmm. uh, it just, a, it's a very peaceful, very peaceful community that I'm so proud to be a part of. And, you know, Diana, and or, Diana and I are going on 10 years and, and uh, I've never Yay. been happier, dude. So it's awesome. I'm so happy for you guys. I got to come out there and visit you. When Definitely. all this really starts to, it's dying down now, starting to get better for us here in the country. Yeah. So as we progress forward and we're able to come out of our cubby holes, I'm going to come visit you. I want to say something, though, Please. too, for you about yes. this. Um, mindfulness and meditation. And for all your listeners who are out there, we have survived a horrific time. And I know we've all been Christine has her eyes closed right now. I want everyone to know. I'm all about in, listening to what you guys say, girl. <laughs> we have all had uh, a really, really rough year. I've gone through a divorce and I've done some self-care and help in the pandemic. It was actually good for me to be locked up all year, but I had to deal with some demons sure. and I did the best I could to join, you know, 12 step programs or groups or therapy groups online to connect with people as much as I can. So I think it's really important that we all take some time for ourselves, do some self care as we're coming out through this because we all have struggled with something and any baggage that we have, get some help, go talk to somebody, a professional, go to therapy. If you got to do it online, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone's getting their stuff started, do a zoom call, find a group, a Facebook group, or some kind of program to start talking about maybe some of the traumas that you had or Mm -hmm. your children. There's mothers with their kids and they're like pulling their hairs out (laughs) because they've tried to juggle like losing a job and they have kids at home and you have to deal with kids all the time. I mean, it's crazy, right? 
So I think it's really important that we all go out there and, and take care of our minds and our hearts as much as we try to take care of our pockets. So there's my little namaste on that girl. Namaste. This is the, the 30th episode. How does it feel to, to be at your 30th episode? I'm so uh, glad you asked me that girl. <laughs> I got, I got a little like, you know, the experience has been very stressful. I didn't realize when we talked, when we, when we had this plan, just how much work goes in to creating a podcast and, mm-hmm. you know, to bringing it to life every week. Uh, it's also been very, just similar to what you just talked about, but it's been very cathartic. Uh, I've released a lot of anger about politics, about life, mm-hmm. uh, you know, over the past five years, just a lot of anger. I've been able to release through the songs I've chosen or through the, the politicians I've slammed. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've been shocked at, you know, the countries that show up and pop up where we pop up. I'm like, where the hell is United Emirates of Arab? You know what I mean? Uh, I've been shocked about that. And, uh, you know, I've, I've learned a new language uh, called timestamp SFX mm-hmm. car audio. I mean, not car audio, cut audio, like, I still really don't know what I'm doing there, but I'm kind of figuring it out as I go. And I've been fortunate to like really have some cool people around me at the media company that are just like this way, that way, you know, I've been super fortunate for that. Shout out to Genie Media. Yeah. Genie Media, man. These guys are amazing. Um, We got our first sponsor recently. And uh, now that's that, that's a whole different world of like, what do I do now? How do I talk to sponsors and affiliates? What's that language? What's a media kit? You know, it's, it's very, un, it's, I'm in like an uncharted water place. I feel like every day, <laughs> but you know, I ask for help when I think I need it. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of like really just f- figuring my way around this industry and it's been super fun, super stressful, but super fun. And, yeah. you know, I think the past 30 episodes and everything I've learned have primed me for what's next. Absolutely, girl. Absolutely. You're doing good. I'm proud of you. You've come a long way. Oh my God. Honing your craft and you're 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 gifting us with your gab. So I'm 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 really happy for you. Thanks for having me on today. This is fun. Hopefully this is the first of many more to come. We're gonna get better with this. Congratulations to you on your on your media company and you know and your producer role and and all you're doing in the media industry. And and I'm super happy for you, my friend, and super proud super proud to know you. Yeah, same here, sister. Yeah, we'll talk soon. All right, you got it. Thanks, girl. All right, you guys, that was an amazing, amazing interview. And we are so proud to have Michelle on the show with us here for this relaunch episode, if you will. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Talk to you soon. All right, guys, now we want to give that sweet, sweet L-O-V-E love love to our sponsors over at body and soul this stuff speaks for itself my friends this company services the nfl and major major athletes and olympians you should see my ankle like i was talking about earlier the scars are fading away at just six weeks post-op it's that miracle sports cream you guys i am telling you take a listen Folks, your Miracle Sports Cream has contributed to me being weeks ahead of schedule in the healing process with my ankle. And I am genuinely so happy this product found me because seeing and feeling the progress in my ankle has really kept my mental state up. 
I mean, it's it's been pretty traumatic to just boom, all of a sudden not be able to walk or cook. I'm a chef. Shower myself, you know what I mean? It's some days were hard. And it's been really rough for the last 12, 14 months for most of the world. Adding a broken ankle to the mix was not a, pe- a piece of cake, trust me. But actually seeing the progress and feeling the pain become less and less through the use of Miracle Sports Cream from Body and Soul, it's made for super positive days like, you're going to make it, Chris. Hang in there. Calm down. I'm super grateful for it. And guys, don't forget when you get over to that um, website and you place your order, enter promo code EASTWESTGRIND for that 20% off. And with that 20% off, when you place your order, check out their eye cream and their bath products too. That's www.bodysoulbotanica.com. Go check that out, my friends. It's been really, really great. It's reasonably priced. And remember... I always say this, you get what you pay for applies to everything. One more thing, guys. Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream has 11 all-natural herbs, including CBD. And all combined, this sports cream goes beyond the powers of just the CBD. Give it a shot, you guys. One more time, it's www.bodysoulbotanica.com. Promo code EASTWESTGRIND for that 20% off. Brah! All right, you guys, fun, fun, fun. Let's uh, let's get into the asshole of the week. No pun intended. That's just how it comes out. It doesn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, you guys, what do we got? Who is it? It's every liberal and progressive individual or podcaster or whoever made fun of Donald Trump this past weekend after what appeared to be at his, you know, his, I like to call them cookouts or, or tailgate parties, but uh, what appeared in his pants to be an adult diaper he may have had on. And listen, I'm the first person in line to talk shit about how much I despise Donald Trump. Trust me, anybody that knows me knows that. But I don't think that's cool. Why don't you talk, we can talk about, I mean, you're free to do what you want, but for me... There's so much more we could talk about. We could talk about how he's still wearing pleated pants. Or his hair. Or his makeup from the 70s. I mean, there's a lot we could talk shit about. But aging is a gift. And with aging comes certain health and bodily function. You know, the, the restrictions that are out of one's control. He's not a healthy man. I don't care how much he stands up and leans on, you know, a podium. He's not a healthy man. I get that he talked shit about everyone from their looks. Like he's got nerve, right? He's like a two. But he's made fun of people's looks, their disabilities, their families. Called Ted Cruz's wife Uggs. But if we're making fun of him for wearing the pens... We are now normalizing that type of behavior in our society. Which one of you guys wants someone to walk up to your mother or your father or your grandparents in their 70s and 80s and make fun of them for having to wear a Depends? If you go into the store, there's aisles of that type of stuff now. That means it's a lot of people are wearing them, right? How would you like it if it was one of your family members? See what I mean? 
If we're going to draw the line somewhere with shaming, let's do it right there, right in front of that that part of the elderly with what's going on with aging, with what comes with aging. Let's draw it right there, okay? Because I think, for me, that's off limits. All right, you guys, I'm out. We'll see you guys next week. And remember, remember to like, share, subscribe. Subscribe so you get those downloads. Help us move this podcast all around, you guys. Check out the website. I'm always looking for ways to improve. So if you notice some stank or whatever on the websites, send us an email at info at eastwestgrind.com. Send us your questions and your concerns, and we'll ask them on the show. Because just like you, we seek answers. Share this podcast with those MAGA relatives that you love so very much, but you can't get a word in edgewise. Send them this podcast, you guys. They'll get me, because I guarantee I get them. All right, you guys. Thanks for being here. And we'll see you next week. As always, I got your back, guys. Peace.